Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Scratch and Track Podcast presented by the Dude and Grim Show and co-produced by Mr. I-V-E-S-T. I am the Dude. And I am Grim. And today we are going to discuss the second studio album by The Arcade Fire. And that is, of course, the great Neon Bible. Not much chance for survival. No, dude. No. And there is not. There still isn't. Um, I don't know that there was in 2007 when it came out, but I mean, there's maybe less now. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, if their new album, We, is any indication of that, I would say things have not progressed right like, <laughs> oh yeah in, you mean content wise yeah yeah, yeah. content yeah, wise yeah, yeah. yeah it's not exactly. we didn't we didn't get to like this turning point where the graph starts going up again <laughs> yeah no no it's coming though yeah just gotta keep the car running i mean Boom. less of a hockey stick but you know whatever right. yeah uh so dude yes this was released march 5th 2007 and uh dude I, if I thought the coolest thing about this right off, man, was like where it was recorded. Oh, the absolutely. It, absolutely. Right? Yeah. They they bought a church in a town in Quebec and renovated yeah. it to record. I think that is that is totally cool. I mean, and I think that's where the, the pipe organ was, was in the church, I believe. Well, oh, is, that would make sense. Is that not correct? I, I actually I don't know that or if I don't know if it was in that church or they had to actually go to a different church. To record that. Oh, that would but, be seriously ironic. But I I thought that it was just one of the things that... I, and, of course, this was me talking to somebody when it came out. But they're like, yeah, dude, you can hear the pipe organ right in the album. I mean, they, they bought a church, and so they just used the pipe organ in the church. And I'm like, oh, that stands to reason. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, yeah, the majority of it was recorded there. There were also some additional recordings in Budapest where they worked with the uh, Budapest Film Orchestra and also a uh, military men's choir. So there's... Um, now that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, and, you know, have you seen... So I have this documentary called uh, Mirror Noir. I watched it seen? on um, you, okay. YouTube. Okay, so it is um, it is more in the vein of kind of like meeting people is easy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more fly on the wall. You don't have these sit down interviews. I think it's a little more coherent than (laughs) meeting people. is easy at times. Um, You know, a little more accessible. But I really liked it because you see them in the studio. You see her at the pipe organ recording, working with the men's choir. But then they also has them playing songs live. Um, some live songs off of uh, uh, Funeral, which is the album before this. Uh, I just I really, really like it. It's 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 pretty cool. I enjoyed man, it as well. All those aspects. Um, yeah, there there were a lot of a lot of parts of it that I that I thought were really cool. And I think they've they've done this. They they did a really good job of this when they did Reflector, too, which I believe we have a scratch on. So if you have oh, not, um, go ahead and maybe go back and listen to uh, Reflector. A Reflector episode. Yeah. Or listen to this one first and then go into Reflector. That makes if sense. you want to go chronologically. But anyways, well, I, but still. Yeah. Um, I totally got derailed there, man. Um, That's okay. Oh, 
So they had a very interesting uh, kind of marketing campaign that went along with yeah. Reflector. But they had one with this, too, because they had this this like 800 number in the beginning, which I thought was really cool. One eight six six neon Bible extension seven, 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 seven. And you could listen to black mirror. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that is, the, cool. I know it is really, I think that's just a really cool thing that they did. Do, do you remember in the document in mirror noir though, they have people who like call in you could also like leave a message. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And some people are like, like, Oh, this is, you know, this is cool. I'm wondering when I could get my pamphlet or yeah. this or that. Or yeah. What is this? And then, though, I love it how they put it in the documentary. There's this one guy who's like, he's basically like, this is the stupidest thing ever. He's like, I will never listen to your music. This just, I just want you to know that you lost a fan. Yeah. And I will never listen to you or your music. And it's like, Thanks. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I get if like you didn't really think it was clever, but I mean, I, I don't know that it really warrants Actually, that. It it is pretty clever. Well, I, I know mean, that's dude. what I'm saying. That's why. But if that guy did, like doesn't really get that part of it, that's fine. But I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that if you didn't get it, you're not invited. Yeah. Well, that yeah. D head isn't invited. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyways, I thought that was cool. Um. Now I don't remember if this was in that or if it was a separate video but there is a video of them performing the song neon bible and they're in an elevator it's in this yeah it is okay and i really liked it because one of the things that i thought was so incredibly clever about it was how dude had a magazine and instead of hitting the snare he would rip out the pages for the snare hits. that was really cool yeah, yeah, I and thought that was an, very clever. Yeah, yeah. There's another one too where I think it's just Win and Regine in the elevator, and they're doing something. Or maybe it's the same one and where, where they're ripping the page, and also keeping the beat. He's like hitting the glass yeah. of the uh-huh. elevator or something too. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, that's. I, that's I really cool. like how they did that. I thought. Now another thing, dude. 2007 was a big year for. Um, albums because within a month of this album coming out you also had the shins wincing the night away check that scratch out like subscribe and uh, modest mouse we were dead before the ship even sank wow that's pretty cool and you know not to uh, mention there was like in rainbows i think dr dog put out we all belong and they i mean if you yeah. look at the albums released in 2007 it's kind of staggering how many awesome it's albums came out list it is a solid list. And I sure. wish, because at that time, I wasn't buying vinyl yet. Uh, but I did buy the CD that was in this very nice box. And it had the the sort hologram of, uh, not hologram, but the, the moving kind of cover. And I can't yeah. find my um, my bin of those things. But I, mm. I did have the cool version of this. I'm really bummed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I just get thrown out of a glass window. Um, yeah, uh, I don't. I've seen this uh, at the record shop. I have yet to pick it up, and I probably should because last time I was there, it was gone. But having gone back, I hadn't listened to this album for a while, and having gone back, I was like, man, it's it's so different than Funeral. Yeah, and uh, it has definitely a much a darker feel to it. Oh um, yeah. Uh, but in it's just it's just very very different. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, it, but, but that's it, cool. I, remember, I mean, they were totally going in a, in a different direction, you know, and that's, that's yeah. notable. And I think I'm trying to think how I progressed with them. Like I had heard funeral. I don't know if this album had already been out by the time I got into them or not. Um, had you listened like, had you known, Oh, this album's yep. coming out. So you were already into funeral. Yep. And, and then, then you went yeah. to the store. And then like, I, I heard that this was coming out. I think I actually, I don't remember if I bought this at the store or if I had to order it. But I really? do, yeah, because I got, I didn't get the regular jewel case like I was seeing. I got that nice one that was like a, yeah. you know, it was like um, if a record and a CD had a kid. Um, the the only thing that, that I would really kind of turn me off from getting this one on vinyl, which it may mm. not in the end, but... Mm. It's 47 minutes. Uh, Is it going to be on one disc nope. or two? Anybody out there, it's two? It's two. It's three sides. So I don't know if they Ooh. do like an etching on the third Probably. side. And I guess yeah. that's not bad. I would much rather have that than like, you know, making it go on to a fourth side. So you have like two songs. Basically aside. two songs yeah. aside. Yeah. That's- yeah. That is. It's kind of a bummer. I'm I'm curious though. I'm wondering if there's other pressings out there and they're able to fit it on one disc. Dude, man. I don't know. That's you're really pushing it at like 46, 47 minutes. Push it to the limit. Limit. Yeah, your 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 run out groove at the end is gonna be like that thin. It's fine. I'm yeah. good with that. No, I'm good me with too. That. But um, there's a lot yeah. to doing that that I just, you know. I figure it's best left for the experts. Yes. Um, one question I had, Grim. Uh, you know, this was so for the mixing process. They actually sent several tracks out to they said like well-known mixers and producers to kind of like experiment and everything. And they decided cool. to go with, um, I guess his name is Nick Lane, L A U N K Y. And he's worked with Nick Cave, the AAS, David Byrne, Lou Reed. Um, and basically, they invited him into the studio to to work with um, co-producer um, uh, Marcus Strauss. And he's the one who, you know, basically kind of headed up the, the mixing process. Now, one thing I, I just I guess I have a question because you've obviously made music. Everybody knows. Um, Clearly. And all <laughs> 10, 15. Of, no. Yeah. Um, but how would you feel about you know, someone else coming in, you've recorded everything right. And in bringing someone in who wasn't there during the recording sessions to come in and in, in mix the songs, you know, I, I guess there is part of me where I could see, I could see why. Um, and this to me goes back to watching the documentary, uh, that Wilco when they made Yankee hotel Foxtrot the sound they were going for was so different than anything they had done that even they themselves had a hard time conceptualizing. They played the tracks, but they had a hard time thinking of how to make it be what they wanted. And I think sometimes I guess I could get that. And especially if you had, you know, money connections, all that kind of stuff, which I don't know what that's like, but bringing somebody else in there to just start from zero and get a fresh take on it. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, makes so sense. that's the thing. That's kind of what I was thinking on one hand. It's like, gosh, you know, maybe you're too close to it. Yeah. Right. You know, 
Then on the other hand, though, and I know a lot of people do record this way. They're already they're recording in a way because they already, I think, know in their mind. That's how, how I always want have worked. The end, the end product to sound. So I think there's there's those two two avenues. But um, but it, it, it would be just such an in, interesting thing. And I'm sure that's why people like doing remixes and things like that. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, I just I, I want to give someone else like my stuff and just see what they do with it. I know like, what. And you know, I think what that, can they think of that? It's so outside of the box of, of your yeah. own box, right? Yeah, and and see, I've always been a person who, in my head, like if I wrote a song, I I could tell you exactly how it should be. Like I could hear every bit of it um, before it's ever been recorded. Um, but then you know, there's always if you work with other people, that you'll always uh, be surprised at what other people would hear and say that they want to put in. So what I always found is that like I never brought in someone from the outside. But I would always make a preliminary mix of what I thought was good and then give it to everybody else in the group and take that feedback into it because there were a lot of things that they would think of that I didn't. So it does. It is nice to get somebody else in there, I think, whether it's people in your own band or whomever, you know. Yeah. Um, You know, I think we can probably start getting into the. The tracks here a little bit one sec before we do that i do want to talk about the cover because i think the cover is i mean i would put it up there as one of the better album covers ever because it, it's like it's it's almost like dark side of the moon level album cover with how simple it is but but okay you know what i mean it, it's dude yeah. it, just like they say simple and bold, and, and, it, bold. and it really really nails that it really nails it. it. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool, man. Yeah. And, you know, there is, it does take on, or it has this overall theme kind of in it. And is there, there's that televangelical theme, right? Uh And, um, you know, I think they even said that, you know, once they decided on the title, you know, they were, I guess, um, they were further inspired after they watched a lot of TV preachers and get rich quick schemes Mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, they also said that they were attracted and you see this in a lot of the lyrics and song titles to ocean and television as central images. Um, you know, the ocean, they said the the imagery symbolizes a lack of control. And as for like TV, Wynn said, uh, you know, people don't necessarily know that they're basically, you know, the television, they're like taking on a window and absorbing ideas while watching, while watching TV, you are getting hypnotized in and, a sense and he and, says and, it starts and, to affect the way you see the world. Absolutely agree right. with that. Absolutely yeah. agree with that. It, I mean, I mean, it does. Uh, now one thing I, uh, just to touch on it again, but the whole thing of the cover, and I don't know if this was ever expressly stated, but one thing I've always seen with it is you see, there's the central image of the, the Bible with sort of the pages mm-hmm. kind of being yep. turned. Now, if you look at the bottom, you see the, uh, a clip of the top of that image. And if you look at the top, you see a clip of the bottom of that image. And to yeah. me, what that brings to mind is almost as if it's a freaking like slot machine. And it's, you know okay. what I mean? It's just the same thing, like looping. You're just going to roll over and which, over. Yeah. Which I, I think even goes with it even more. Now, I don't know that that was ever meant or anything, but that's something I've always seen in it. I like that. I like that a lot. That's cool. Well, it would be cool too, because you know, I don't think I ever owned this on CD, and I haven't owned that on vinyl. It would be cool to see, sort of the, the the inside booklet, 
right? I and wish I could tell you what that, that looks like. How that artwork extends. I knew you lost all your shit. So I dude, it's it's here somewhere, but man, you know. Just literally go take another look. I'll just get it on <laughs> vinyl at this point. It's just, yeah. you know, like I know, just drop forty bucks. I know where those are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those aren't going anywhere, that's for sure. Um, all right, Rintin Tim, what do you say? We we gonna get into yeah, the tracks, my hit, friend? Hit the tracks. All right. All right, dude. Well Can I count it starting up? off, track number one, Black Mirror. Um I think, like I said, you know, this, uh, it was, I, I don't know if it was, I, I don't have it in front of me. I don't know if it was the, a single or what, but basically the band put it out there by people calling one eight six six neon Bible and hitting extension seven, seven, seven. And that's how they, you listen to this song. That's really um, cool. Yeah. That's, that, that is cool. I will say one thing. And uh, again, I, I love this song. I think it's, um, uh, it's one of my favorite on the album. I will say and what's your opinion about this, Grim? Albums that fade in. Oh, I like it. I, I, do. I, I okay. was going to mention that. Yeah, it kind of has like almost like a little bit of a wind sounding so, and, and a, like yeah. a pulse to it. Or, well, the, the intro isn't the pulse, but the music just, just really. Pulsates. Yeah, albums that fade in yeah. are awesome. See, you see, uh, the thing that I just don't like about them as much is then I'm like, Especially the first time I'm hearing it. Oh, how like, loud oh, wait, do I is turn it too up? loud? You know, where do I go? Where do I go? And then I don't know, that sort of that can take me out of the experience just a little bit. Yeah. Um so that's where I'm not a, you know, I don't love albums. But this one actually fades I, I think it comes in pretty pretty quick. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not almost not totally even, jarring. It's not like dude, the beginning yeah. of Francis the Mute where you have this like very quiet oh, guitar and then it just oh. boom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I dude, mean, it just kicks dude. you right in the teeth, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I can just only imagine how many people it like turned that. Oh, way I did, and I was like, oh, just oh my god, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, right, right off, you can definitely tell. I mean, just way the, the darkness. I mean, yep. first of all, it's called Black Mirror, but yeah, you're like, yeah, this is gonna be very different than Funeral, right? Yeah, like this is this is not this is not gonna be the same thing. Um, you know, it has, and I feel like this album doesn't have some of the bigger sort of ballad epic songs, um, which I'm okay with, yeah, which I'm okay with, but this one actually does kind of build up and, and have have some, uh, some size to it, I guess. Yeah. I would Um, say this, there's a couple on this album, this being one of them that, that do do that, that do do that. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines, dude. Dude, shot by a security camera. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, dude, yeah. That I line know. has always stuck with me, man. Always stuck with me. And then also, uh, cares not about your dreams. It cares not for your pyramid schemes. Uh, just, Wynn has got some. He does not always amazing lyrics, but man, sometimes he yep, just really hits it. the I'm, nail I'm, on the head, man. The head. I yeah. know. Yeah, I just I I do think it is a perfect intro for the album just because you know right off the bat that you are in different territory than you were in. Yeah. Right? It's like what it's like Westeros in Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, I don't even know exactly. what that means, but yeah. He doesn't know anything about it. No. Yeah. I don't. I know. Sweet man. You should watch the Red Wedding. Okay. Anyways. Track number Probably two. Won't. Probably. <laughs> Dude, keep the car running. 
I, dude. I dude again love the title because you dude how many I like I've I've you've said that like to if you're in the car with someone you're like keep the car yeah. running I'll be right back keep and you're like I'll, I'll be yeah. right back and that's uh-huh. a, that's just a better title than I'll be right back <laughs> it, yeah. yeah I mean here I am again with my friend parentheses I'm back that that could be that's a different story but yeah keep the car running it's very similar and again um, it is sort of a fading intro into this one too because it has those strings it does and the mandolin too. yeah yeah but it kind of um, yeah I I don't know I just there's there's a distant um a distant piano kind of in the back too that's very percussive that I like and I know that in this album they they specifically mentioned um, Springsteen being an in influence. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and I'm not the hugest. The I'm not the hugest Springsteen fan, but I feel like I. there's one other song, but this one I feel like you can kind of hear it just in the way it, the cadence of it, and the way he sings it. Like Bruce yeah. Springsteen could do it a hell of an awesome cover of this song. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, one thing that I really do like about it. So the the way I think of it is like keep the car running is um, and and I don't know. I swear in Mirror Noir, he's when is having a conversation with someone. I don't know who it is, but I, I think he's talking about someone like being in the trunk and being in the back or something. And part of me was like started thinking in. I think maybe he's talking about like West Germany. Or I something think that's a Germany. different song. Oh, is it a different song? Yeah, I that's can't, what... I can't, I, I don't know if I wrote what song that is, but okay. I, I remember because, oh, maybe it, maybe it is in this song. Well, because how I associate it is kind of like, hey, dude, keep the car running because we might need to get out of here yes. like, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, this song, especially with the lyrics and everything, it's, it's almost about being ready at a moment's notice and there's a tension sort of that comes along with that. And this song really moves. Like I love the pacing of this song. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing it live is, is, is really great too, but I feel like it also carries this, this tension along with it. And that's where I feel it's kind of like, man, we're trying to escape. We're trying to get out of here. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's very, very risky. Right. Yeah. Um, it's I, I dude, I remember this too. And I'm, I'm looking up the lyrics. I did not see it in, um, in that song, but uh, yeah, I want to. Yeah. I'm going to look at oh. all the songs now as we're talking okay. about them. All right, all right. Well, so also some of the the lyrics in this song that I really like is um you know they know they even know my name because I told them but they don't know where and they don't know when you know it's coming keep the car running and then um if some night I don't come home please don't think I left you alone the place animals go where they you know when they die. Uh, you can't climb a mountain so high like dude it's pretty cool because I, I don't know i've always heard you know that line um the place animals go when they die what i actually think off of and i don't know if you've heard this where sometimes like dogs or animals when they get kind of old and they're just like it's their time and they're getting they kind of go off on their own right yeah it's just like like their thing i don't know i've always had that sort of visualization or feeling with this song Oh yeah, okay. So that isn't a different song, and we will get there shortly. Okay. So track number three, the title track. Title right? track, Neon Bible. Not much chance for survival, right? One thing I really like is there's there's a bit of a subtle um, a subtle slapback echo on the vocal. Mm, okay. Um, but 
what I really like the most about it is if you listen to it on a higher volume as it's coming in, they do something with the strings where they make them buzz like a neon sign would buzz. And that oh. I love, love that imagery. It's it, they kind of, yeah, it's, it buzzes it's like a fridge, dude. Man, yeah. That, that did make me think of Radiohead too, but but I, I just I think that that imagery that were word painting I guess you would call it but it's so cool. That's pretty great. And this is a very very basic song. It's really mm-hmm. stripped down. It's slower. I mean, after the first two, who kind of really like really hit you pretty hard. Um, uh, you know, this one it's you know more it's string driven and yeah, it's just kind of like I don't know, man. It's. it's but the the, the lyrics are great. I I mean the lyric it, it's such a good title track for the album. All the, all the things that he says. Um, it just it's it's really good. Don't Dude, don't lick your po- fingers when you turn oh, the page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take the poison of your age. Don't lick your fingers. Yeah. Oh, that's freaking great. He man. said it. Um, ah, some I, I I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. He said it was wrong, but you know what? You know it was right. You or, know it was right. Yeah. Something. In the future, I'll read that. But very, very good. Yes. Well, then we pick things back up, and this is a little bit of a, a jarring, um, you know, hit. And that's Intervention, man. That pipe organ yes. that comes in, you know. Oh, man. it's And again, I love seeing them record it in, in Mirror Noir. Like, yeah. it's, it's cool, man. It's Dude, I'll tell you what. You don't hear a whole lot of pipe organs in indie rock songs, do you? More in rock songs in general, but in yeah, general. yeah, yeah. Legend has it more tried to put one in a song, but um, I don't know when or, a certain person was going through the footage. I don't know how we ever thought that was going to work out time wise because it sucked. I read it yeah. on a Hammond. <laughs> yeah, but it is a cool sound, and uh, yeah, you're right. You just don't hear it that much, right? But it's right. so yeah. thick and full and rich. Yep. And and it, dude, it again so goes with the title of the album and the whole theme. Um, yeah, this uh, I love it. This song really builds up. It definitely has an unorthodox start with the with the the pipe organ. Um, and actually, dude, so it was um, it was meant to be released as an iTunes single. To raise money for a Haitian charity organization, but Black Wave "Bad Vibrations," which is the next song, was actually uploaded by mistake. Oh, that's said, funny. That's yeah. funny. Now um, I don't, I don't quite understand some of the lyrics because there's the whole bit about working for the church while your family dies. Yeah. I I don't really know that if it if it's just basically saying that like you're you're putting this this bit over you know you're trying to protect your sheep instead of protecting your own family or what it what yeah that working means. for the church while your family dies you take what they give you and you keep it inside um, yeah there was another I had something else written down the the the, the lyrics are interesting maybe I wrote them down wrong on here been working for your church while your life falls apart um been singing hallelujah with a fear in your heart um it's, i yeah. guess just about the hypocrisy that kind of goes along with a lot of that like what i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> uh yeah 
So I would love it if you guys have any more insight into that song and what you think it means. Um, please. Yeah. Um, so then Regine, she gets her song, Black Waves, Bad Vibrations, um, which it's kind of the what is cool is they kind of split this song up. Yep. She she gets kind of the first half and then wind takes over in the second half. Um, but you know, it's, it, I do like, it. it's great having a, um, you know, a, a female singer in the band. Um, she, she usually gets one song or two songs, an album. Um, and just having, you know, having the female vocals, uh, just adds another layer and texture. Yeah. To this. And so and she's I think like cool the George that, Harrison you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and she does more. What's cool though, she does more than just background vocals. Oh, right? yeah. Like she has multi instrumentalist and yeah. yeah. Now this is the one what you were talking about in the second verse. She says, "Left my name, left my name with the border guards, a name that I don't mm. need." Okay. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that makes sense then. Um, yeah, you know, I would say this this probably isn't my favorite song of hers, but I, I, I do like it. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I think it's a weird departure in the album and that's what I did like about it, but I, I see what you mean about not your favorite song, but I always mm-hmm. liked how it was just so kind of different than the other stuff yep. that you've heard. Yeah. Um, so also with it though, is, uh, again, with a lot of their songs, they they really build up and add layers and textures. And this one has, you know, it, it has uh, some good transitions, especially go when they go from her singing into win. Oh, the yeah, next, dude. The next transition is really nice too. how this song transitions out and goes right into Ocean of Noise. I know. But one which, thing, dude, you, you we would be remiss if we didn't say something about the bad vibrations part, because I good which good yeah which good. i love how they kind of play with the the name there but i mean i just just nothing lasts forever that's the way it's got to be there's a great black yeah. wave in the middle yeah. of the sea and i that is some some dark imagery um, that, dude, and it does build into dark. just being huge so anyways not to mm-hmm. cut you off ocean and noise no. my man yes uh well like they said you know there's a lot of the the imagery of water but you know he says like right off thing to an ocean of violence yeah. um and you can just it, it it conjures up at least for me that visualization of like just and, and you and me you know w- you know we grew up on the lake right yeah and and Sometimes just kind the of lake like is angry those those dark nights when there's like even not even if there's a storm rolling in yeah but dude it's, it's just cloudy, rough it's there, heavy dude. it's just rough out there yeah. and it's dark right yeah. like dude it's dark um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, just thinking of, and obviously we'll get into lighthouses and stuff in a bit here, but dude, black waves and lighthouses yeah. and just violent storms coming in, you know? Um, yeah. For me, it reminds so. me of this imagery from a book that I used to read as a kid. And that was the, uh, um, the little red lighthouse and the great gray bridge. And dude, Whoa. that book, like. It it just it has that imagery of like the sea being dark and can just sweep you away. You know what I mean? Is that your neon Bible? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it's a good book for a kid. I mean, you should you should read it. Yeah, you should pick it up. I, I would recommend. But it's it. been a while. I don't know where it is, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, one thing I like uh, in this song is like the subtle kind of picked, almost like surf guitar. Hmm. 
if you listen to it, kind of the way they pick it is like a very subtle, sort of distant, um, has kind of a surfy sound to it. I, I like that. It's a Dick Dale. Well, yeah, not not the heavy picking kind of yeah. surf, more just <laughs> like the <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> <No>. <laughs> more like the the not big that. notes, a lot of reverb, shitload of reverb, you know, a lot of it, just swimming right. in it. Swim literally, yeah, in the ocean, yeah, yeah, and it, which makes sense, right? Yeah, swimming in an ocean of noise. Yeah, All right. track number seven, the well and the lighthouse, um, dude, this. For some reason, man, this has been one of my favorite songs on the album for a long time. Really? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I can't exactly say why. It's an interesting song because it starts off, not too many songs start off like right with the instrumentation and the vocals. Yeah. Right? Like, like, like usually there's like a lead in or something, but it's just like, I'm like, right. It just starts right off like that. Yeah. Um, You know, and so I, I don't know. I, I just... I just thought that's an interesting way. Uh, usually songs don't, don't start right into the lyrics. It does have the intro, but the, the energy um, kind of picks back up with this song. And then I love the transition right into the, you know, basically to the um, whatever the transition in the, in, in the middle is really, really yeah. cool too. I think it's, is that, smooth. is that the lighthouse part? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lighthouse part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's that's a good point. Um, I, I think there is something to be said for that, and it does kind of go in. But there's, I don't know, there's, again, this kind of, to me, I wrote down, it has, like, a, a lot of that pulsing, and there's, like, bells, and, you know, they're kind of really into that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I mean, that's that's not nothing to uh, uh, be critical of, just something I noticed. Yeah resurrected live yeah resurrected living in a lighthouse the lions and the lambs ain't sleeping yet like yeah. i don't know when they they just go into that section i think it's it's pretty cool man. Mm-hmm. i like it yeah agreed um track number eight antichrist television blues really this like song this is, one this song is it's it's messed up like did you read about like oh yeah this, Kind of oh well, and, well, and I always wondered because I I could hear him say that line about so they could see themselves inside my little girl. Like I, I was like, that is a fucked up lyric, but I mean, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but it makes sense in the context of what he was writing about. Yeah, which well, dude, is originally what is it? Yeah, Ashley Simpson's father, Ashley and Jessica Simpson. Yeah, uh, Joe Simpson. Originally, it was called Joe Simpson in parentheses, Antichrist Television Blues. And then he kind of just, you know, took out the took out the name, you know, which is no is great start, because no need to start beef. Yeah, but I love it because he was able to take out the name on the album. But like then it comes out that that's what it is. So it's great because you still get to have the residual middle finger up on that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess when Butler, when they play this one live, he he would announce it as this is a song about what happens when fathers grow up to manage their daughters. Yeah, a dude. Which they're not. I mean, dude. You look at I think Britney. You look at Amy Winehouse. Yeah, I was going like, to say Mitch like, Winehouse. Like, it's yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, it's 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 a common common theme. Um, also, dude, there's some definitely some uh, 9/11 imagery. Oh right? yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's not. But it, it 
It's an interesting song to me because it has this twangy kind of country feel to it. And right? this was another one that really gave me like the Bruce Springsteen kind of vibe, like the way he sings it, the the, the cadence okay. of his vocals, um, the way he makes his voice sound. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I gotcha. Yeah. Um, moving on. Yeah. Windowsill. Dude, again, this song starts off really simple. We got the acoustic and I think just like this light light uh kick drum yeah you know yep. very very basic and, and simple um you know other instruments kind of come in and and the song builds up a little bit but um yeah it's it's uh it's kind of a it's just a good little simple song i think it's interesting uh lyrically speaking how he kind of in a way it's about like a cold coming of age tale because he starts out with i don't want to live in my father's house no more but then he says i don't want to live in america no more and i when i heard that line i was like damn dude i I mean i in a lot of ways i get it um yeah you know mtv what have you done to me yeah save my soul what have you done i mean yeah yeah it's a there's a lot of intense um a lot of intense writing in this song i think the message is 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 not a a light and easy one it's very bleak (laughs) yeah it is it is (laughs) um Next song is kind of interesting, Grim. You got is. No Cars Go, uh-huh. um, which is uh, also it was off of their, I guess, their original EP. And, you know, this is essentially a, a re-recording of it is what it seems yeah, to me. Yeah, it I've, is. I've listened, listened to the EP version. There's not a, a big variation. It's, like, it's not they like I where know. they were like, hey, we're going to completely deconstruct oh, yeah. it and, and do, do something completely in. different. Yeah, it did. Basically, yeah. they just spruce it up. I actually like the EP version better. OK. All right. Um, just because. And uh, far be it for me to say this, because I'm guilty of, you know, in the limited amounts that I've made music, I, I get big visions and add many layers. But one thing I like about the EP version is just a little more stripped down. Oh, OK. All right. But I do just, just that snare, just, I, I, I like the snare bit, you know? Thank you, Freaky. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Last track, we're going to close it out. My body is a cage. Yeah. Um, Keeps me good from way dancing to, with the one I love. Don't my mind holds the uh, key. Good, good way to end, um, kind of the album. Yeah, you know, it, it start again. You know, it starts very slow, builds up. Um, it, you know, mainly with the vocals and kind of the organ. Um, but then you know the organ becomes more prominent. Um, but then everything kind of crashes in, uh, like on the beat in the middle of the song, and then dude, it gets it's it pretty dramatic. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a good way to end the album. Yeah, I think so. Um, so before we get into the, um, the, uh, scratching, do you have a favorite? I think you already mentioned it, but I just want to, it's tough. Cause I have, I, I love the well in the lighthouse. I love black mirror and I love keep the car running. Now I know I can only probably pick one, but I don't know. Something about the well in the lighthouse. I think it's kind of like a, uh. It's not it's not one I think most people would pick. Okay. Um, you know, I think I think more of the hits. I don't know if, there, if there's hits on this album, 
would probably be Black Mirror, Keep the Car Running, maybe Intervention. I think those are yeah. probably the song, the more of the, the popular songs, I guess. Okay. So I would I would go with that. What about yourself, man? Antichrist Television Blues, man. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I always like that song. All right. All right. Well, now it's time to scratch it, my friend. Yeah. It yep. is time to scratch. Yep. Yeah. What are, you, are you going? Am I what going? Are you, what are you going to use for your implement of destruction? Uh, that's time? a good question. I don't know. We're scratching a Bible here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a neon Bible. So, yeah. Something that can cut through fluorescent light. Screwdrivers um, always work for a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Screwdriver works. All right. So, am I going then? Yeah. You're on the T. Yeah. Dude, I'm going no cars go. I've oh. just. Okay. I've just, I've just never really liked the song, something about it to me. And and not because it, it was recorded on an EP before or anything like that, but really there's a part of me. It just doesn't fit the album. I I think. Do Um, agree with that. hundred percent agree with that. Just, just the feel of the song. Yeah. Um, It just doesn't, you know, um, and I don't like the, Hey, no cars. Go. You know, I I don't know. There's something maybe a little I, cheesy about it. I understand that. Or... I'm not. Uh, yeah, and that's like the precursor to all like the chanting, big chant crap. You know, is yeah, yeah, yep, yep. All it right. Reminds yeah, me of that other one. Hey, it's not. It's not Arcade Fire, but I'm sure it's like every you know bar that you go to with young people is. I belong to you, you know, that's stupid ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. Yeah. Well, get ready for uh, it. I know what you're going to go with, you son of a bitch. Well, I mean, then throw it out the there the I'm going with the well you're in the doing, lighthouse. Oh, I knew it. I Dude, I knew you were. So I just knew throw it out it there. From, I mean. It's like we started talking about it. Oh, why? What? What the fuck is I'm that? Gonna throw it um, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, it just, I I don't know. There's just something about it that I just, uh, it it didn't, never really grabbed me the way the other ones did, but it should because there's a lot of good parts about it, like you said. A lot of good imagery. I know, I know, but it's just something the way it like comes in so abruptly. I'm like, bro. It does. It but does come I, in very I, I definitely uh-huh. respect your points for liking it. It's just the one I could do without if I had to. Damn. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's funny how you knew. <laughs> oh, I knew. Like, when did you know? That's what I want to know. I, it's, when we were I talking about we were the talking song? About or I think so. Well, and then definitely, definitely when you asked me what my favorites were. Because... Yeah, because I was like, oh, I think it's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it oh, is. gross. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, well, you know, that concludes another episode of the Dude and Grim Show presented by the Scratch a Track Scratch. podcast. Or the other Co-produced way around, by ESTIV. <laughs> yes. But everyone, please let us know what track would you scratch? Yeah. What track is your favorite? It's a fun game to play. And we have done... See, it's our second Arcade Fire Scratch. We did Reflector. Um, If you listen to our episode that came out previously um, about our first impressions of Wii, let us know what you think about that. Are they 
taking steps forward or are they taking and steps back? And it's W E, not like the the French. Oh, I don't even think Wee! it's spelled that way. Or, <laughs> but, or yeah, not the, the Nintendo, Nintendo way either. Yeah, it's so funny that it's not even spelled that way. So while you're doing that, please go ahead and do like, subscribe, and comment below. Yes, I think. But in the meantime, I think it's time to go. Wrap it up. Time to go. The dude Grim Show. Ten. Grim Show. Co-produced by. Scratcher Track is produced by the Dude Grim. Additional music provided by Moore. That's dot 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 M O R E. And the Tims. T I M N Z. Copyright 2022. The Dude and Grim Show.